Good morning. It's November 26th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Lifeblood. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. So Jesus suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Hebrews 9, 13, 12, ESV. I did well in medical school. I could have gone the route of my roommate, ophthalmology. Certainly, I would have avoided a whole lot of encounters with blood over the last 40 years. But, as I often say in delivery, with a Cockney accent, which is critical, it's a bloody business, huh? But somebody's got to do it. Besides, every believer knows there's life in the blood, right? Just 20 minutes ago, I delivered the third baby to a long-term patient of mine. Shortly after Dad cut the cord and Mom had the baby on her chest, with the placenta yet undelivered, I slipped a needle into the cord and collected about 100 cc's of the baby's cord blood. This blood would be shipped off, separated, and the stem cells harvested and stored in freezers at 130 degrees below zero centigrade indefinitely. Originally, these stem cells were used in place of bone marrow transplants if the child one day developed rare blood cancers or anemias. More recently, stem cells are being used for regenerative medicine. Their immunomodulatory characteristics may help with autoimmune diseases of all types, from diabetes to Crohn's to multiple sclerosis, lupus, and many more. Studies show that they may help with autism, head injury, deafness, Alzheimer's, and even spinal cord injury. One day soon, we hope to be able to expand their numbers and even use them to stimulate growth of replacement organs. This stuff got real for me when my son-in-law was diagnosed with lymphoma right before the onset of the pandemic. Hopefully, it won't ever be needed. But if his chemotherapy were to fail, they could still use my grandson's cord blood, which they banked at his birth. Scripture tells us there's life in the blood, and certainly that is true physiologically, but it's true spiritually as well. Without blood, we would have no oxygen-carrying capacity and no organ could function. No blood, no life. But God also made it clear after the garden that man's only hope of forgiveness lay in the shedding of blood that accompanied sacrifice. That sacrifice included the surrender of their most precious possessions, their unblemished animals. No blood, no life. But the people quickly let this become an empty ritual. With no repentance in their hearts, they continued to sin, even while offering sacrifices which had become meaningless. But God's eternal plan of redemption had always centered on coming to live among us as Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus became God incarnate, lived a sinless life, and then took on our sin with the shedding of his blood on the cross. But Jesus rose from the dead, and there was life in the blood once again. Faith in him alone became the only requirement of salvation and in eternity with God. When we gather at Thanksgiving to share with each other the things for which we thank God, think about what it meant for Jesus to shed his life's blood on that cross. We sometimes mention the cross so cavalierly. We wear it on t-shirts and jewelry and, and place nice, clean, shiny ones above our places of worship. We shy away from contemplating the agony of those hours that our Savior spent hanging on a blood-soaked post, saving us. The price he paid is almost beyond comprehension. The righteousness required to come before God could never be achieved on our own. 
as the law clearly showed us. We are saved by grace, unearned through our faith in the Lord, who took the hit for us on that tree outside the walls of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. There is life in the blood, and that is something for which to be very thankful indeed. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you as we gather whatever family we can in this pandemic year or in the years that followed. Keep us mindful of what it meant for your son to shed his blood on that cross. Our salvation is indeed free, but it didn't come at all cheaply. We thank you, Lord, over and above all our blessings for the chance to be born again, righteous in your sight and worthy of saving. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.